Episode 627, Brain Candy Podcast. Susan here. 627. With our spinoff um, things we got wrong, are we going to yeah. be like more official? Like, are we going to have like a thing? No. <laughs> who's going who, so, who, to be enforcing that? I love that you're like actually offended that I would even ask. No, I'm not going to be official. We got to have tried, a theme song. last for like a week. We should have an 80s style theme song like the shows yeah. in the 80s had. That's fine. As long as we've got each other. Yes. Something like that. Yeah. Remember when I made a theme song for Milton the ganglion cyst on my foot? <laughs> yeah. Do you remember how it went? Um, went away, but then he came back the next day. His name is Milton. He's my ganglion cyst. <laughs> yeah. It's still funny. Yeah. I don't remember the, the intro, the, the first verse. But I do remember, his name is Milton, he's my gangly insist. Which sounded very, like, not 80s. The big finish. Yes. So good. Oh, gosh. You're good at making songs up. Uh, You know, just... It's a gift. It's a gift. Talent that you could could do nothing with. (laughs) Right. It's kind of like like your synesthesia. I like to make what I call official, unofficial theme songs for things. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Well, maybe yeah. we should have an official one for the other podcast. We'll think yes. about it. We'll think about it. Yes. Adam is also good at this game. Yeah. Okay. Um, great. How are you? What are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm uh, I'm feeling a little. I I'm like feeling a little under the weather, and I really understand your what you were saying about like it sucks when the sun is shining and you can't go outside. Like you don't feel like going outside. Yeah. It feels what are like your symptoms? Double, like sore throat and like post nasal drip that's the worst i hope you don't have what i got you know could you imagine we catch it through the phone yeah i actually like, could sarah right like we're at now, that these point are probably just sympathy pains for like your <laughs> truly you're an empath yeah i think that's it where i'm just like Ugh. right no this is like sometimes when i come back from camping yeah i like there's like a a day of like maybe you have mean, allergies yeah, it might mm-hmm. be that. It might just be like sleeping outside and then yeah. like Ugh. Well, because this is a whole yeah. new state. They have different pollen. Totally. They have different plants and fauna or whatever the fuck, flora. Um, yes. So you might have an allergy you're not aware of. Yeah. I gotta, I'm sure there's a test I could take for that. It'll tell me my sensitivities yeah. to... Pay like $800 know. and they'll tell you. Right. You can prick me with a whole bunch of things, but mm-hmm. yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm doing great. Things are like, I'm getting geared up to go to summer camp. You know, I, we were practicing our songs in the last episode. It made me very excited. Yeah, that and, made me uh, excited too. Yeah. Hey, I, this I, guy that you're seeing right now is Jewish, yeah, which yeah. I, I'm a Jew, Jew supremacist, as you know. Like, I, <laughs> I think the Jews are the superior. Chosen people. People, right. yeah. Yeah. And Adam and I both have thought about converting to Judaism. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. would you consider that? And if so, maybe we could all do it. Uh, if that were something that was important to my partner's family or me or It's them. important to them. They love that shit. Even the yeah, ones that are I, like just like culturally Jewish, they still love a convert. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I'm, I, I think I would. De- I mean, I, you know I love studying. <laughs> Sarah wants to convert just because she loves like a good test. I love a good test. I love a study. I love having to having to like learn something. Yeah, because it's real involved. And what ends up happening? Everyone talks about how like when you convert to Judaism, those people are way more into it than the actual Jews. (laughs) Right. We would be so annoying. It would be great. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I feel like I did study Kabbalah for. A long time. Yeah, you're so. halfway there. Well, Brian. does he have a yarmulke and have you seen it? No. You haven't seen and it? No. He doesn't but, have one? Well, I'm sure he does. Yeah, you but should I ask haven't him. Seen it. I'll ask him. Yeah, I want to see it. Yeah. Tell him we're, we're like fetishizing his Judaism. <laughs> I have, I'm super into Jews. Like, yeah. it's weird. My husband gets really annoyed about it. That's why he wants to convert because he thinks that I'm like sexually into it. Like it's my, yeah, yeah, it's my thing. Because if he ever died, God forbid, um, I definitely would end up with a Jew, an old Jew. Yeah, yeah. 
I like, uh, I think more, the, the thing that really does it for me is like an East Coast attitude. Totally. You know, mm-hmm. where like, I like a little bit of like the, I don't know, like witty banter and teasing and that kind of like they can. Their sensibility is great. Yes. And I need somebody who can like put up with me doing that. Mm-hmm. And because I'm going to. Yes, that's what you like were saying. Tone. I forget if this was I on the air. I think it was off the air. And you said, what? I think this was off the air that you said that yeah. you guys, you're into like teasing each other, but that's what yeah. that is. And you're so right. You are yeah. into that. I am. You're fitting it's right in. Of, I know. You're that's practically in the tribe. I, hey, I'm a shiksa. <laughs> you really are. Although that's typically used like as a pejorative, but who cares? It's fine. Right. It's fine. <laughs> Until you convert, you can be that. Yeah. I'm excited about this Judaism in our lives. Right. Well, I mean, it is. It's it's just I I say I really love a ritual. Yes. Well, you are in luck. Right. They love a you ritual. Know? And like I'm like the one who's getting emotional as we're like reading the passages totally. at like Passover See? and I'm like oh, I feel this is really it. like I'm like sir. Yeah, they're sick of it. it. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm like, this is important to sit down and listen. <laughs> like, I'm telling Our the kids, like, pay attention. Yes. This is going to be so, so great for us. Yeah. Not to make it about me or anything. But, you know. Okay. Okay, great. I Eli, know. We're just, like, getting I'm way really more, excited. like, great family, like, meals and, like, you know, opportunities to just, like. I'm so well, jealous. Get together and have some fun times and celebrate Whatever the hell they sell. Yeah, whatevs. That I like better than all the Christian holidays. Right, those suck. Let's try the Jews. Yeah. This is great. Okay, good. Sorry to hijack. It's your show. I'm sorry. No, no, this is fine. This is, uh, you know, we're just talking about uh, what's going on in my life and everything like that. Yeah. 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 What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way. Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. It is. Uh, it is, has been really fun to find somebody who's matched in like outdoor adventures and things that I want to do. Like it is, but then somebody who also is is well rounded and you know you can like get dressed up and go out to do a nice dinner with. Sometimes it's like yeah, hard he, to find that, that is so especially true. in Denver. Yeah, it's he's like civilized. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got like that's because he's a Jew. Know. I mean, I mm-hmm. hate to beat a dead horse here, but. I mean, <laughs> that really is why those people, they know how to um, acclimate and, like, code switch. <laughs> they really do. Yes. And, like, well-rounded and, and just, like, mm-hmm. you know, I like the family dynamic. I like and any, any culture, any group where the matriarch is, you know. Head honcho. Yep. I like that. Me too. I like that. Okay. I, I I will say this has been. I feel like this is the relate. I've never had a relationship that's felt more equitable and felt more like we're on the same page. And you know, 
like I was thinking about that when we were setting up the uh, tent. So he's got a car tent. Like maybe you've seen it. I've seen it. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's so fun. And I could just imagine in some of the other relationships I was in. No, you don't even have to imagine. I remember what happened with the uh airstream and the roof. Yes. The retractable roof. Correct. Incident. Yes. There was an incident. I I saw the solution. Right. And I was not allowed to voice my thoughts about the, it was like Shh, I'll, I'll do it i'll just I, okay. so it felt like i wasn't allowed to help or wasn't allowed to like pitch in and not and in in the relationship i'm in now not only am i allowed to do that i have to like it's like a t- group effort like it's not like have to but you know it's like it feels like like it's a team we work as a team he's like okay <clears throat> i'll get this side you get that side and that it's not yeah. like I'll do a little bit more because, oh, you're like the woman and you can't. He's like, no, just, oh, I'm like. No. And then he lets me do all the things. This is. He like, he's like I, yeah, go I ahead. Put the ladder down. Is... I'm like, okay, I'll do it. Yeah. It's the best. And then he still, but he still is uh, so much better at than me at so many things, which I need and I find very attractive and, you know. It's one thing if, like, it feels, like, equitable, but then I feel like I could, like... Ew. You know, yeah. yeah. That's not that. sexy. If you feel no. like you're better than him at everything, that's not ideal. Because it does something... It has affected my relationships before when... Especially when it comes to physical stuff. Like, I can remember how upset... Even though they didn't say it, they just gave me those vibes. Like when when I was hiking in did like the Machu Picchu Trail in Peru, yeah, and I was with a group of like Sherpas and four dudes, yeah, and then yeah, the Sherpas. But you know the people were, and I remember there was one day where it was like all downhill, and women are just better at going down a mountain because you know the. Gra- where our body weight is is better. Mm. Like you know, we're c- yeah, tending we more bottom lower. heavy. Yeah, yeah, and then you, it's easier for us to you know climb down a mountain than especially like run down it um, than it was for like the the guys I was with that were top heavy and kind of like hurting their knees and things like that. And I remember finishing like way before everybody, and they like shunned me the rest of the night. They were like mad at it. Felt like. And I don't want that. I don't want well, to that comes unintentionally from emasculate somebody. Right, but emasculation comes from insecurity. If you right. know that you're good at some stuff and bad at some stuff, then you have nothing to be worried about. But those right. bozos, I did ask you, I'm like, what are you bad at? Oh. What is it? What did he have an answer? Oh, I think he did. I can't remember what it was, but I was like, does that even count? Like, like But me, your perception is that he's, you know, very proficient. Yeah, he says that he can do... A lot of stuff, you know, so-so. That's what I love. Yeah. I love that. Um, I think he's been better than so-so. Jack of all trades, master of none. Insane skier. Like, like jumps and shit. I just, like, shut down. I think I just glazed over. It's so impressive. I saw videos and I'm like, oh, my God. He was, like, on the college ski team. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm gonna look past that good. and just focus on the Judaism. <laughs> like he would definitely use the term powder suit. Oh my god, he wouldn't. I don't think he would. Do you think you don't think so? That's gonna be what you ask. Not like first, you. It's like the the litmus test. <laughs> You're gonna be like, okay. I think he'd be fine if someone else used it. Yes, you don't think he's bringing it up. I love that Susie like art. Like, I know. No, she's I like, don't. No, want, no, 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 no. This is how, what I've he never would be met like. this man. Never met him. But I feel like he's. He's in my family now. I have yeah, not felt that about other people you've dated. This is oh, some. Well, that's good. Yeah, this is. I, for me, this is oh a done gosh. deal. That's wonderful. Because I, I know you really well, and yes, you do. I know when you're at peace. Yeah, and I sense that this is a very healthy situation you have. <laughs> that's my perception. I- I hope I'm right. Uh, that I hope is I'm not... also how I feel and also how his mother feels. Yeah. 
Well, that's another thing is I, I just feel good about the whole situation. So, like, it's always great when the people who know you, the people who are around you, me and him, go, yeah, I like this version of them when they're with you. This is, like, them, them happy. Yeah. And that that's how you I get feel. that feedback from friends and family and stuff like that. And that's felt really good because it's felt, been the same for me. I'll tell you what's making me happy. And this is freaking no lie. What? Wild grain bread and pastas. Okay. You mean my French uh, Parisian bakery that I have going no in my kidding. kitchen on Sunday? With I, You were not kidding with those croissants. Don't – like you know how you guys all like want to not pay attention to this part? I am not kidding you. This is my all-time favorite partner we've ever had. Wow. Last night we Susie had loves it. fettuccine – um, and pasta sauce, and then mm. I w- the fettuccine was wild grain, and then I made a sourdough loaf. Oh, I couldn't believe how good it was. Okay, I've got this in my freezer. I've been waiting for. I'm gonna I'm gonna bust that. It thing was out. amazing. Like Sarah said, they do have croissants. They're waffles. Sarah, have you what? had them? No, I have not. I have not had a waffle. Gretchen texts me and she goes, wild grain waffles, yum. And I was like, waffles? I didn't even know they had waffles. And then well, there the they are. They You cook them in the oven for like five minutes. And it is like a dessert. You could have it with ice cream if you wanted. I And I do want. It's outrageously good bread. I don't know how they do it. It comes frozen. And then you just bake it real quick for your meal. And it's like you baked it. For real at, yeah. at British yeah. Bake Off or something. Yes. Hungry already? For oh. a limited time, yes. you can get $30 off your first box plus free croissants in every box. When you go to wildgrain.com slash brain candy to start your subscription, you heard me free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box. When you go to wildgrain.com slash brain candy, that's wildgrain.com slash brain candy, or you can use promo code brain candy at checkout. You guys, I'm not so lying. Good. This is so good. So delicious. Okay. There, I can smell sour. Like when you talk about sourdough, I can like smell it in my mind. Okay. It was sourdough. I cut it up, put butter on it, dipped it into my pasta sauce. It was just unreal. Yum. I'm not lying. You're making me hungry. It's so good, Sarah. Try it. Because you said you haven't been able to shop. What are you waiting for? Try those. I know. I'm so excited. You need I'm to get pasta it. sauce. That's a problem. Yep. You I'm know already what? thinking. Well, when you said that, I've, I'm already creating a recipe in my mind because I have some hot Italian sausage links, which I think will be really good. Mm. And the other thing that I've been craving is like a fettuccine, like white sauce kind of thing. But I love it with Italian zucchini. Yes. And I like the yellow and green zucchini. Great choice. And you cut that up. And then you do that with like a little... Parmesan, kind of like Alfredo sauce or, or that. Mm-hmm. I love like a white sauce with those. We're making days over here. We are. Well, at least mountain pasta. Yeah. It's all good. Uh, <clears throat> uh, would you like to learn some fun things? Do it. I have so many random articles of like little facts that, that and little stories that. that Tell me. You know, Teach me something. I have to talk to you about. Um, first one I want to share, this story, uh, was in, oh gosh, where was it? Uh, it was in, I want to say the insider. It was, uh, uh, a case that happened in the UK, but the a similar thing has happened multiple times in the United States. So a two year old little boy started Showing signs of puberty. Mm. He started growing pubic hair. He started developing what his parents called a sizable penis. And he started gaining weight, but not like regular weight, like muscle weight, at a rate that was way outside of the norm for a normal two-year-old. So they put him through all this testing and were like checking on like, hormone levels and checking on they wanted to rule out any like endocrine problems or like congenital disorder and they still couldn't figure out what was going on so then you know like doctors they started looking at okay what could be like a a toxin in the environment or there's there's something in this child's environment that's causing this because they tested him and the testosterone levels were off the charts 
And they found that the dad had a testicular disorder, like some kind of testicular condition. They didn't go into what it was, but he had a testicular condition that uh, where he had been given testosterone gel. And oh testosterone gel is something that you apply externally to your arms and chest and upper stomach and shoulders. That's like where they tell you to apply it. Because he had been applying it to the outside of his body and then been in contact with the baby, the baby absorbed the testosterone and was getting this testosterone as a baby. This is terrible. For sure, because I feel like, and this is not the first time this has happened, there have been a number of medical reports where this testosterone gel has sparked early puberty in, in children. There was a case in 2007 where doctors in Alabama reported a 16-month-old boy, baby boy that developed pubic hair, also an unusually large penis, and had frequent erections. And it, once again, he was unintentionally exposed to his father's testosterone gel. The mom in the UK is fighting real hard to get labels on packaging because this is not something that they're even labeling. It's awful. What? It's that's crazy, and that we don't have any information. Like the risks aren't. The, I, I've read how, articles about how testosterone is being overly prescribed as well, because oh. there's a lot of this like incel Joe Rogan cultural right. movement where men feel like they have to assert this fucking nightmare toxic right. masculinity. And so they're going and being like, oh, I have low testosterone, and they're getting prescriptions unnecessarily. Uh-oh. What are the what are the consequences of that? Well, that's what I – even with this two-year-old, I would suspect that in addition to these physiological um, developments, that this child probably has greater aggression and other temperamental I mean, – For sure. Okay. Issues as a result. They didn't mention – anything in there about that which i feel like is an important right that is so disturbing yeah and this is just what we're seeing in babies like i feel like maybe the effects are not as noticed but or or this is i mean this is probably a well it is a provocative thing to discuss but i just mm-hmm, want to draw mm-hmm. attention to something we see a lot of conversations about trans folks and gender-affirming mm-hmm. care and how we shouldn't offer gender-affirming care to children, right? Right. Even in my own life, I know of boys who mm-hmm. have been under um, height, uh-huh. have been short, and yes. their parents have gotten shots to, to increase their height. That is uh-huh. gender-affirming care, everybody. My breast uh-huh. implants are gender-affirming care. women that have mastectomies that get um, artificial breasts, that is gender-affirming care. So when you talk about gender-affirming care, it is not just trans people. Right. And it's not just adults. Like these boys that think they're too short and want to be taller and they shoot Mm -hmm. them. And puberty blockers, by the way, just so we're all clear, as soon as you stop doing it, puberty comes. It's right. not All you're permanent. doing is you're delaying it, similar to what gymnastics <clears throat> does. And we can all see the physiological effects on gymnasts of all right. the things they do. Right. Um, so I guess it's easy to get caught up in headlines and like clickbait stuff, but there's more to the story and there's a mm-hmm. lot of gray area. Totally. And this is another thing, like you're saying, these guys – they didn't go into what this person had. Right. It might have been some mm-hmm. sort of serious illness or it might have been just like I want to be – That he had a, a, a testicular cancer and had a, a his testes removed and he's doing this as a hormone replacement therapy. Right. The, this There's a lot of people that are getting prescriptions for things that would fall under that umbrella – yeah. Besides, this is an excellent point. Trans folks. Yes. Anyway, did you, yeah. how disturbing. Did you see that, that, what, what? It's just so disturbing that that baby, yeah. the two year old, but go ahead. Yeah. And I, it's so disturbing that it's like these companies aren't right away going, oh, yeah, yeah, we should definitely put this on the box. And it sounds like the mom is really fighting for this. 
Like, why is this even a big right. debate? Why is this even? A, why is this a debate? Okay. Why is this a debate? Right. If it turned um, them blue, they would. Like what? Right. Pubic hair in right. a two-year-old? What? Yeah. Be careful carrying your child when you put this on. And we just know what it's doing to little boys because it's easier to see. Yikes. What's it? What's the effects on females? Yeah. And we can't study it. Why? Because you can't put subject <clears throat> babies to this. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't like yeah. do an actual controlled study because yeah. it's just like almost anecdotal. But it's multiple cases of this. Wow. Like there was a lot. It's bonky. Yeah. Did you see? Uh, I read today that Elon Musk's uh, child has said, "I do not want anything to do with him. I want to change my name." That guy is no longer my dad. Oh, one of his older kids? Yeah. 18-year-old daughter who's trans and Are changing her serious? name. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, male to female? And male to female. Oh, my God. Yep. Well, people always like, talk about... him. <clears throat> people always and talk I about agree. Elon because when he had the most recent child or one of his younger children... With that weird name, the ex mm-hmm. name. Right. Um, I don't think a lot of people realize he has existing Seven kids. Seven children. Yeah. Seven children. He's a fucking narcissist. No doubt. Because he doesn't do it to tr- be a... F- he's not like present in these children's lives. So he has a trans daughter and she's yes. like, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. On her 18th birthday, as soon as she turned 18. She's 18 now, and she's like, okay, great. Now I get to be not with, make him not my dad and make it so we have different last names. First name and last name changing. And And that's really brave, apart from the fact that it's her dad, is the fact that this is her meal ticket, if she wanted it to be. Yeah. You know? She's like, fuck that. That's crazy. Yeah. Yep, and I support this uh, since it also comes at the same time as the expiration of my Amazon Prime account, and we are in the business of no longer supporting any billionaires. Fuck all of them. I was trying to recreate for Adam the thing that you do that makes me laugh so hard where it's like an octave higher where you're like, I hate everyone. Can you do it for <laughs> my, me? My though? Oprah, like, like I love bread. Yeah, but I suck COVID. at it. Do it for me so I I can do it. It's I like breathy uh, too. Like you're exasperated. I, I I don't even know if I could do it on. Give me a subject. What am I getting upset about? What are we like? Well, like, <laughs> oh, it was a like co- a billionaires having too much money. I'm gonna have to li- listen to last week's episodes yeah. because there was I, you kept I, doing it when I was high. When I was on cough syrup, and you'll be like trying to keep it down here, and you'll be like, I can't, I hate, and then you explode, and it just is the best. I'm gonna have because it's so hard to not yell on this. And for wonderful editor Colin, I will not yell into the mic. Does he yell at you? Does he say like stop doing that? Well, I've been warned, not warned. (laughs) I've been I've been informed of. The the range. I didn't even know that. And that my but and it was just more like be and this was more early slash mid stage of podcast where it's like be aware of how far away from the mic you are. <laughs> so sometimes I get very loud when I'm very close to it. So I try to be louder when I'm far away. So <laughs> that's so great. Wow, these conversations yeah. happen all outside of my knowing. Yes, I like that. yes. He was like, um. You just need to make sure you check your levels because, uh, yeah. (laughs) Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Um, okay, so that was my information about the two-year-old boy. Um, mm-hmm. Then, oh, this was really cool. Uh, this is kind of like a follow-up to uh, a lot of people really loved the discussion that you and I had on the documentary, the the Beach Boys documentary. Really? The Brian Wilson one. I, ha- and just I watched really it again. Moved by it and just Are thought about music in a different way. Yes. Oh, my God. And Eli even talked to me about it. He was like, I loved that whole conversation. And, like, it was really cool to hear about all that. And I had no idea. Oh, my and- gosh. That makes me so excited. Yeah. Well, I watched it again with Adam. And I cried the whole time again. And he was like, (laughs) I think witnessing it, he was like, okay, this is a real thing. Um, And we had to have a whole conversation about like, what is it that you're crying about? And um, and then we're going to see him um, in July. Oh, you're going to be a mess. Yeah. But anyway, sorry, go ahead. What did you cry more at? The Beatles love show? Or no, this Brian Wilson. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That touches your heart in a very special way. Yeah. Well, I read this article. Yeah. Um, about how music really is the language of the soul. Yes. And they were looking at, have you, did you see this? No, I'm just in agreement. Okay. You're just in agreement. Um, there was a study that was done at, uh, uh, Berkeley, USC, Ber- University of California, Berkeley. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, where they wanted to see if different cultures responded to the same music. And they came up that, with, like, they kind of, like, loosely mapped music into 13 oh my God, emotions so that are universal. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> I knew you'd be okay. into this. And it's really cool. They, they, they looked at the centers of the brain, the emotional centers of the brain that were activated when people listened to different music. So it was Vivaldi's Four Seasons, mm. Al Green's Let's Stay Together. I think we've, they, we've mentioned this and talked about this We've talked before. about that like, concept, yeah. Yeah. But not these and, specific songs. Um, so they were looking at... And the, the one thing that was a limitation is they only were able to compare. They only looked at two different cultures. They looked at the U.S. and China, and they, but they wanted to take cultures that were very distinct, where like one's collectivist, yeah. one's individualist, and, and kind of look at like where's the overlap? Are there anything? Are there universal emotions or universe, like do, do we have a, a universal reaction to this? And I think the thing that is the big takeaway is that there are 13 emotions that they were able to connect that's so cool to music uh-huh. and they are oh let's see do you want to guess some of them no i want you to tell okay. me <laughs> some of them are pretty easy some of them are kind of the obvious ones joy sadness mm-hmm. being scared then some other ones that i think are a little more unique so amusement eroticism beauty really? yes relaxation Dreaminess, triumph, anxiety, annoyance, defiance, and feeling pumped up. Yeah. Which also, we need a better word yeah. for feeling pumped up. Right. There should be a word for that. Why don't we have a word? I mean, have normally it would be enthusiasm. Oh. Right? That's a good one. Um, but it's more than enthusiasm yeah. because that's different. You could be enthusiastic about going some or th- enthusiastic about something but maybe not pumped up for it. Really? What's the difference? I feel, I feel like, like they're different. Oh yeah, cuz enthusiasm is just like excitement but pumped up yeah. means like like almost like war. Yeah. 
Yes, like a like, sports thing. Yes, and, and so much of this, I thought about like sp- like sports. Yeah. Or I thought about like like triumph. And but don't you feel like like eroticism is one that I wasn't expecting to be on there? But as somebody who has a sexy playlist available on Spotify for you guys to check out, yeah, um, uh, uh, there are definitely songs that turn me on. Yeah, that cause those kind of like erotic feelings in a way. I could see that more than an annoyance was one, right? Yeah, but like, what's that? Have you re- like? Don't you have a song that you listen to that's like annoying? Is that what they're saying? Like, a I song don't know. That maybe annoys you. What pops out in your head is annoying songs. Yeah. I got one on the top of my head. A song what? that I think is annoying. Who let the dogs out? No way! That is a banger. I don't think so. Did you watch that the documentary? The other song that's that controversial that everybody else likes that I can't stand is American Pie. Oh. I hate that song. What do you hate about it? It's too long? And I don't even like, like Madonna did a cover of it. I don't like that one either. I like it. It's worse. Oh my God. And, this is shocking, mm-hmm. Sarah. Yeah. I think it was one. I like yeah, that I one. I don't like it. I, I, don't, I, don't know. I don't know why. What part of it don't you like though? I don't know. I just the notes or the lyrics, both. (sighs) This is shocking. The lyrics are great. Why don't I like that? That that. Yeah, that's real disappointing to me. What if we break up? She's she's disappointed that I don't like that song. It's a great song. I know. There, there's got to be some like. So it's got to be like situational. There's, I must have been something like somebody Playing played in the this background. that I didn't like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was in the background during some like car ride that I hated, <laughs> something like that. There, but that's just like a song that causes when I, I'm like, oh, t- t- next. But there's it's, like, there the study is saying that the those thirteen emotions were uniform in both cultures. Yes, and oh. you can look. You can even look at. I'm going to show you. There's an interactive map they created. I'm surprised that this worked out because, to be honest with you, I, and no disrespect to Asian cultures, but mm-hmm. you know that the the like if you go into a Chinese restaurant and the the music that typically plays, I don't even know what the fuck that is—a harpsichord or something. I know what you're talking. The 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 s- sitar. Well, it sounds like that, it's but it's not, not a sitar. Not but, that. Wrong culture. Yeah. But similar. That's Indian. But whatever it is, I hate it. And I'm like, how do these people stand it? And these I ladies, like that. these ladies that sing it, I hate it. I don't want it. Really? Mm-hmm. It grates on me. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't really mind that. You like it. It's You find it pleasant. Yeah. And you know what else is growing on me? Mariachi music. Oh, my God. That's great news. Yeah. How did, it, how did this happen? Exposure therapy? Um, I think maybe more exposure to some good, uh, uh, you know, Latin beats. This will be great for things we got wrong. Like you can talk about how you, yes. actually, you were wrong now about Now I'm like, fine. yeah, they're like, mm-hmm. did you I say Latin learn how to beats? samba. Oh, yeah. Like, samba. I learned how to do it once. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Now I like this. Okay. Now I know how to dance to this music. Yeah, but it, that's why it surprises me that China and the U.S. share these things because I would put that the traditional Chinese music in the irritating category. Mm. But I mean, I, there is always, of course, personal preferences. Yeah, I wonder if people from China also do not like uh, American Pie, <laughs> right? Or Americana, which is exactly what Brian Wilson and the Beach Boys are, and Brandy Carlisle, um, Paul, uh, Paul Simon. That, that I'd put them in the Americana category. Oh, yeah. Um, maybe they hate their guts. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> well, we say? did learn that, what is it, Kenny Rogers, not Kenny Rogers, Kenny, Kenny Loggins? G. Oh, uh, Kenny G. Yes. What about him? Is uh, played at Quitting Time in, where was it, Korea? Yes, is that Japan or Korea? Where was it Japan. Where was it? Yes, can't remember. But they like that. They like that tune. Yeah, the alto sax. They're into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, that was like a little like follow up. I think it would be a fun one to, you know, it it it, it would kind of take. I'm going to show you. I'm going to share my screen. Let's see. Okay. Make me make it so I can do that. Oh right. Um, and also. Okay, I did that. Um, if you do watch the Brian Wilson thing, which you can log into my Amazon to watch it for free. Um, oh, cool. I would like to know if you are moved by it or if I have okay, a problem. Okay, I'm going to watch it. I'll watch it. Okay. Yeah. So this is a, this is Sarah kind of like the map that they this made. map that they made. This is the Oh, I like the ratings. indignant. I feel that. Energizing yeah. and pumped up is near the indignant category. That's interesting. Ah, oh, isn't it funny that anxiety is close to triumph? Well, cool. that makes sense. That's kind of like mm-hmm. what we talk about about labeling emotions and how you know on the yeah. challenge when I was really nervous, I would just tell myself that I'm excited. That's almost yeah. like I'm. I'm. You can like. Glide into that other category. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're Ancient, on Patreon, a- you can look at this map that we're mm-hmm. looking at because we're recording the video. Yeah, and you can see that that the U.S. <clears throat> and China both had a ton of overlap in uh, all the similar places with these songs. Yeah, just fun information. That's really cool. Yeah, so I'll definitely link that, put that uh, article or at least the the link to check out the mind map in our uh, newsletter. Okay, good. Because, I mean, for me that is true that um, music does transcend this earthly plane and is Mm -hmm. um, vertical, you know, spiritual. And Mm -hmm. I'm... I'm always like freaked out when I meet someone like my mom. She does not care about music. No interest in music doesn't move her. I I have to find it. There's somewhere in my notes from uh, that I've been uh, somewhere. I found this article that I've been meaning to bring up in here for so long that highlighted the brain differences of people who can hear music in a different way. And you have this. You hear music, you like the way you process it, where it you I have a feeling that you have kind of a form of synesthesia with music. Hmm. That there's some processing that your brain does or how that where that's stored or something. And you ugh, I have to find where Sarah is funny, it like notes. well, I'll be singing in the car because that's just how it goes. And she'll be like, never heard that note before. Like, <laughs> like it's a song that she's heard a million times, but like she didn't hear the part that Correct. I like or whatever. Right. We hear it differently. You're able to take apart, like deconstruct yeah, the layers to the music. Yeah. In the same way that like I can look at a painting and see the layers of paint yeah. that went on there and which order they started it. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, they did white back with the background and they did the gray over the clouds to make the clouds yeah. look like that. And other people may see it as one painting. Yeah. Like just one thing. Just a picture. Yeah. Just a picture. And I think the same thing is with you and mm. music that you hear all of the parts and you hear the layers okay, there. But and then I, I think there's, see the let's say picture. you're in the normal category then. Like you enjoy a song, you love music, but yeah. like you don't hear it that way layered. Right. But then my mom and some other people, like, have you ever met somebody that says, I don't like music? I want to be like, are you okay? Because you, that to me is like not human. Could it be that, does it fall in the same category as like, it's kind of like satanic because it's, 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 it's creating an emotion. No, that that's she the didn't thing. She create. doesn't feel the emotion. She has oh, no geez. reaction. It I doesn't. Don't, I, 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 I feel maybe similarly to people who say I don't really care about food. <laughs> right. And I'm like, have you tried? Have food? you <laughs> right? Have you tried a piece of chocolate cake? Have you had my key lime pie? Which reminds me, we need to talk about your Everly Well results. Oh yeah. Did you say a key lime pie? 
Yeah. That's what came to mind. That's funny. Yeah, because I just baked two this weekend. They were delicious. Sarah revealed recently yep. that she got the results of her Everly Well test back. Yep. In which they told her which foods she had a sensitivity to. Yes. Yep. And it was all the good foods. All the good foods. But I also gained additional information from this. Tell why, me. Why these tests are so important. Okay. So I talked to my friend who's a nutritionist and with those results. Oh, okay. And you know what she did? She told me, and I would love, I think I would love to have her even come on the podcast and kind of talk a little bit about this stuff because you're the things yeah. the doctor knows versus a nutritionist or dietitian knows about your health and your like food and things like that, totally mm-hmm. different. And she said, what you are probably missing is an enzyme that is needed to digest all those things. Mm-hmm. So if we find the enzyme that your body needs to process those things, we can counter those, those symptoms and, and you can still enjoy those things, but you're giving your body the enzyme to that break it needs it down. to break those things down that you probably didn't get, get because you were a cesarean section. That makes sense. There you go. Wow, that's interesting. I'm so glad I took this test. Eli's getting one too and he's taking it. Okay, so, that's exciting. Yeah, because we're like, we're all going to, it's just the more you know. And it, and then it's just so empowering. You know, it's just like important to have this information. And then you can you can take that information to somebody and fix everything up. Yeah. It's an at-home lab test. So you just send it back to them and in a few days you get your results of which foods are you're sensitive to and if you want to you can avoid. Um and then they have a metabolism test and it's just good to know like what is going on with your body and it, like I said it's empowering and can help you make better choices. It's super easy. Now they have um, vitamin D gummies, which I'm taking every day. Oh, very important, especially since you're sick and inside during the summer. You're going to need that vitamin D. Yes, and in Pittsburgh generally, there's not a lot of sun, so it's important to get vitamin D. And they are so tasty that it's like almost dangerous where you're like, I would like more of those. Yes, I made that mistake with some fiber gummies (laughs) one time. That is a bad mistake, but they're very tasty and helpful to take some vitamin D. They have an omega-3 fish oil. Oh, yeah. You know what I just started is uh, B12. That's crucial, Peg says. That's very crucial. Yes. And really good for my metabolism. Yeah, 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 yeah. For listeners of this show, Everly Well is offering a special discount of 20% off at-home lab tests. At everlywell.com slash brain candy. That's everlywell.com slash brain candy for 20% off your next at home lab test. Everlywell.com slash brain candy. Can't recommend it yes. enough. I loved it. Right. Love. Highly love, recommend. Love. Okay. Any hoodles? Um, um, we're going to learn want. more things. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what do I want to talk to you about? What do I want to talk about? Uh, okay. This is really cool. That just, you know, we like dinosaur facts. I like dinosaur facts. So there was um, a new theory that's been proposed, I guess you can call it that, uh, about why dinosaur, why Tyrannosaurus Rex has such tiny arms. Yeah. Okay. Let's hear it. Did you read this? No. No. Hear about this? No. So there were fossils that were found that showed bite marks, that showed damage, like teeth marks from another Tyrannosaurus Rex on the arms of a T-Rex. Yeah. And so they, the, the paleontologists concluded that, or proposed, or hypothesized, that the arms of a Tyrannosaurus have shrunken down to avoid being consumed and getting in, like, like in the way when they have their dinosaur feeding frenzies. Frenzies? That... Yeah, so like dinosaurs attack, you know, some other dinosaur and they all are going crazy and like chewing them up to pieces and the dinosaurs like can't control themselves and can't, uh, uh, are just like eating everything in sight. And so any dinosaur's arms that were in the way also got eaten. Come on. And so they believe that the arms have been shortened to avoid 
intentional or unintentional injury from group feeding events. You're trying to tell me <clears throat> that it's like the old country buffet or something yes. where <laughs> these guys like yes. line up to like, or, you know, crowd around. They're like yes. super psyched. What do they eat? <laughs> Is it grass or like? Susie. What? Are they can- carnivore? carnivores? Okay. Yeah. They're carnivore. So they would be like a dead animal or something. And then it's like tiger feeding. Let's do yes. this. It's like T-Rex yes. feeding. And yes. several individuals go into town on a diseased carcass together. And it didn't matter if there was just like an arm in the way. They would just keep going. Yes. There was a high potential for intentional or unintentional injury, whether it was the other transfers being like, ah, get out of here. So ones that had shorter limbs no. were at an advantage. The, why the did you act like it was obvious theory, that they're carnivores? Some dinosaurs are not. Have you seen Jurassic Park? T-Rex. As if that's some sort of scientific, you know, Bible. We're going to need to do a poll. How many people are aware that a T-Rex is a carnivore? This is, he's like the, the, if you were to pick any dinosaur that's a meat eater. I couldn't, I actually couldn't name another one. That's the whole I point. I only know T-Rex. That's the whole point. Because he's like the mascot of. No, is that no. so many. <laughs> yes, maybe, but so many of them are herbivores or omnivores. Right. That. That's the only one you can think of, and you're offended right. that I didn't remember it okay, in the okay, heat okay, of the okay, moment okay, when okay, I didn't okay, know there. Okay. Um, okay. Ah. Anyway, that's really weird, though, that not only are you telling me, though, that they're carnivores, but mm-hmm. they're kind of cannibals. Cannibals. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And so the, there, there's also evidence in modern animals for, of this, too. And crocodiles. So... There was a video in 2015 that. that showed a crocodile clamping onto the arm of another crocodile and rolling, so like, and t- pulling his arm off. For real, so, you saw it. I didn't see it because I'm not going to click on that. But there is a there. It it does exist. It's out there. That's and crazy. That the incident kind of points to that maybe there's some like if the animal unintentionally ate the limb of its peer and or whether it was just out of like, I don't want that guy to touch my food. And so we right. did it. Like, do you think they would actually enjoy it and then be like, and yummy. so just their arms, the, the, oh, the T-Rex who had shorter arms that were out of the way of this feeding frenzy, feeding, feeding frenzy were the ones who had an advantage. This is just a theory. Yeah, totally. But it is interesting that they have such short arms well, like why what did they even do they do, do that? so people are wondering guys. why is that there's got to be a reason everything there's always a biological reason that usually has to do with procreation or eating or feeding do you think they even use those little guys like I mean, what are they doing with them even definitely not high-fiving <laughs> this Yay! is this is why i do this show because all of cannot- you guys are picturing t- T-Rexes like running up to each other like trying to high five but like missing which would be like the funniest little cartoon I don't know anybody else that would have had that answer at the ready R- that, that's what, what that I love about like you well, yeah, that I'm I here can for. be like what do they do with it and then you will have a funny answer it's, Not it's like really masterful well Thank you. <laughs> truly, truly. Definitely not high-fiving is right. Yeah, yeah. But so I, truly, there was a lot of evidence I mean, that the fossil record showed a lot of damage on these forearms of the T-Rexes. So this is what It wasn't they, just they one example? No. It says, it says, bite marks from other T-Rexes aren't uncommon in the fossil records. If an anal- analysis of fossils showed the reduced number of bites on the forelimbs as compared to the other areas of bodies, that might, su- might suggest that the shortening of limbs was a successful evolutionary survival strategy. So they're comparing s- it to now other fossils, but this is not a rare occurrence. This happens. It would have been so much cuter if they had evolved with pockets to put their hands in. <laughs> and they're like, I'm just going to store them in here. It's time to eat. Let's put those right. hands away. I mean, kangaroos did it, so. Yeah, right. It's not even that pocket. crazy. Right. I still like the theory that dinosaurs could be covered in feathers. Yeah, well, there there is some debate about that. Right. 
And that's cool to me, that they were all running around looking like giant parakeets. Like brightly colored. We don't know. We don't know. We have no idea well, what colors dinosaurs are. Because that is because not we preserved. we don't have any history, any record of that. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. in the, I think his name was Steve Brissett, um, the book about dinosaurs, which the name of which I can't remember. But I talked about it on the show, and I loved that dinosaur book. Um, and it was very informative. And he talked a lot about the feathers theory. Yeah. It it definitely know. could be true. Right. We really don't know anything. Isn't it funny, though, how these guys that have been extinct for so long mm-hmm. still capture so much of our imagination? Yeah, Children and adults. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's so much there. A, it's a, like something that when you think about a dominant species, like you think about these things that were huge and yeah. powerful and scary. Like dragons. And, and you're like, wow, they didn't make it? Right? Kind of makes you, I don't know, think about. I don't think it has the intended effect, though. I think we're like, yeah, but we did. Yeah. Well, you know. Yes. We're probably like, oh, we have houses, so we're probably going to be okay if the comet comes. <laughs> <sighs> The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. How often do you... We're inside. How often would you say you think about that movie, Don't Look Up? Never, rarely, oh, um, frequently, ooh. always. I would say rarely, but when I do, it's significant. The effect is significant. Yeah. That, and then I almost have to catch myself because it'll be like an overwhel- like like an overwhelming thought. You know, I just think about it it, it it leads, you know, one thought leads to another, leads to another, leads to another. Oh, I was just reading another article on how many thoughts we have during the day. And they they differentiated between like like they called them what were they called? I think they were called worm thoughts. That I think that's the term they used, where it's a thought that then grows, like continues to burrow into yeah. your mind. Okay. And that they they were able to How many of those co- we have? Differentiate between grouped thoughts and new thoughts. Like these worm thoughts that where it's like a, a trail of thoughts. And then when we switch and have it introduce a new subject. So before we weren't able to do that, it was just like, oh, we have like, you know, 200,000 thoughts a day or whatever. But it's not like a new thought. They're oftentimes uh, continuations of a previous thought, these like worm thoughts. And so accounting for that, there's about, I think it was 6,300 thoughts that we have a day. Hmm. Still a lot. That is a lot. Not all of them are we're supposed to listen to. I would love to know this the range though, because I think there's some people that have maybe like five hundred. I would totally agree. Worm thoughts. Yeah, I'm gonna have to like look at that for next episode. It wasn't something that I had. Thought worms, I'm saying it wrong. Worm thoughts. No, it's they're called thought worms. Yeah. Mm. They're brain based markers for new thoughts that Queen's I University love a wor- is just I love a thought worm. Me me too. Yeah. But here's the thing. You and we've talked about this on the podcast before. You have to recognize that they are thought worms, and they that if you are 
going in one direction, it will continue to go that direction until you intentionally change it. So if you, and it takes about, Mm. I think it was 17 seconds to switch it to that new thought. So if you are thinking negatively about yourself or an outcome or something like this, oh my gosh, I'm the worst. I can't believe I did this wrong and blah, 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 blah. Everybody's going to think about how bad I am and blah, blah, blah. That then leads into more of those thoughts, more of those thoughts, more of those thoughts. And those are the ones we don't want to have. Those are the ones we want to like, whoa, nope, let's like turn that around. And it takes about 17 seconds, I think it is, to switch it. We have to have a, 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 you have to stay in that thought and, and put intention towards shifting those thoughts or you're going to stay in the more negative mindset. It's a lot of work. It's a, it, I say it's like potty training your baby or mm-hmm. sleep training it's a, or riding a bike. It's a lot of work for a short period of time mm-hmm. and then none. Yeah. That's, and then you're that's good. a good analogy. You're never, ever going to be like, oh, crap, how do I tie my shoes? You already know that. <laughs> so I tell clients, don't ever worry that you're going to be like, oh, my God, how do I have awareness? No. Once you realize that your thoughts, you are not your thoughts, they're automatic, you're, you are not responsible for your first thought or your first feeling. You are responsible for your second thought and first action. Oh. So if you can just give yourself the compassion and understanding that, oh, that was just a thought and we yeah, can choose to no, have a different yeah, one. Yeah, I do do that a lot. Then we can kind of let go of that and like that you are not your thoughts. Yeah, They're but if just... you're like, you know what? I like that thought. I'm going to keep doing that. Yes. Now we have a problemo. Or good. Or, or, a, a, or a, a, a cure. Yeah. Yeah. Twine it down. Power of the mind. Dinosaurs could be covered in feathers and T-Rexes don't give good high fives. That's what we've learned today. Sarah and I are going to become Jewish. Probably. I'm psyched about it. Yeah. Whenever I made my um, documentary in grad school called The Revolving Door Faith Club. Do you remember that? Do you? No. Oh, like I recruited my friends and we all decided to shop for a religion and so we were oh, Jewish Muslim, yes 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 I do remember evangelical, this evangelical yes. Catholic yes but what a good name thank you um, yes we, know that I'm part. great at naming things you really are <laughs> that's all I'm good at but all of us or most of us concluded that Judaism uh-huh. was the most moving and transformative for all of us that is exactly what I said to Eli yeah, it, it. I said it's the most correct. I mean, come it on. is, and it it the the rituals that are in place have mm. been sort of tested over time. I mean, yeah. there's a reason they exist, and no, nothing is perfect, of course. But that mm. was the one that had the greatest impact among us. So Sarah and I are. And when I up. studied religions, that was the one that was that was the most scientifically. There was a a, a, yeah. a base of science and knowledge. Yeah, because they're not stupid, right? Um, and I'm like, oh, that's the that's the correct answer. There we go. Remember though, when people wore testosterone gel and thought that was a great oh my idea? God. And they were like, here, let Babies me hold my pubic baby. Hair. Could you imagine if you saw that in your child? No, and you were like, I keep teasing Lincoln about pubic hair. Well, because Susie, don't shame him. I'm not shaming him. I'm just kind of like I'm the harbinger. Prepping him. I'm like, guess what? Because I don't want it to be a surprise party when those right. things start sprouting. Anyway. Right. Uh, oh my gosh! <laughs> ah! Tell him to stop growing up. He's looking like a little, like a like a boy now, like not a little kid. Like I can see the, I can see. The Lincoln who's going to go on a first date. Totally, but the good news is... And I'm having feelings about that. That I can still see the baby. Good. And so there's both. Still. Good. Eventually, the baby will be all gone. But, like, his paws are still baby paws and everything. Oh, good. Yeah. I know his voice is going to be different when I (gasps) see him Ooh, I don't want to think about that. That's worse to me than pubic hair. Right. Those weird voices and they act like fucking aliens. I hate boys. Well, well, then when like the voice changes and the baby voice is gone. That's what I mean. 
When they're like, hey. No. Like, out right. of nowhere, I'm like, who the fuck are you? Lucas's voice used to crack all the time. We used to laugh so much at that poor little guy. Um, Brian Wilson is a genius. Please watch yes. Long Promised Road on Amazon Prime because I want to know if it's just me or if it's moving to you also. Yeah. Um, Sarah likes mariachi music. <laughs> Mer- music that music map was great. Maybe you could share yeah. that on your Insta story. Yeah. By the way, stop abandoning your close friends portion. Oh, I need to put more stuff yeah. up on there. Yeah, don't forget about us over there. I forget about that little but yeah, yeah, I got to I gave you guys all the behind the scenes of the challenge that never was. That's true. That's true. We want yeah. more though. We want more Sarah. Yeah. I need to put that in my highlight reel, my close friends highlight, so you guys can keep looking at that. <laughs> Can't rob you of that experience yeah thanks for the reminder and dinosaurs are weird and they definitely eat meat don't let sarah they definitely eat meat make you feel like shit about that all right everybody we'll see you next time bye bye